You're listening to The Aligned and Free Show, a spiritually infused personal development podcast for the ambitious woman. Our passion is to help you align with who you really are, what you really want, and to free yourself from the BS that's holding you back so that you can manifest your very own magical life. We talk about manifestation, of course, spirituality, wellness, mindset shifts, business, and so much more. I'm your host, Shakia Mayer, licensed mental health clinician, speaker, and spiritual mindset coach. All right, let's get into it. Today, we have a life strategist on the show, Charmaine Johnson Fuller. She's a certified life coach who guides entrepreneurial moms of children with special needs to achieve more time, energy, and focus in their personal and professional lives. She's sharing her wisdom on going from time management to energy management. Whether you are a parent or not, if you are interested in having more focus and energy, this episode is for you. Charmaine, can you share with us who you are and what you do? Hi. So I work primarily with moms of entrepreneurial moms of color that have special needs kids, and I help them to create that time, energy, and focus that they feel is missing in their life. And I help them to do that by mastering their focus and things of that nature and using some of the techniques that I've learned to help them to begin to master that and have a life that flows and not that always feels like they're being pulled from like one space to another. So that is how I serve. And I absolutely love it. (laughs) I love it. And now let me ask, I know your, your target, your ideal client, your target audience are, you said moms, entrepreneurial moms who have kids with special needs, but what it sounds like is what we're going to get into regardless if you are a mom or not, or you have a child with special needs or not, these are going to be some things that you'll be able to apply to your life. Because I'm like, uh, we can all use a little bit more flow. (laughs) Right. So yeah, it's just that that's who I mainly help, but anybody can take this man, woman, you know, whatever can take this and apply some of these things to begin to add that flow and ease to their life. And before we jump into the conversation in terms of the how, um, I'd love for you to share share how you got involved in this type of work and working with this uh, particular client. So um, back in the day, I'm a woman of a certain age. Um, I used to partner with, I forget the name of the groups, but with my kids' school and the special needs, the parent special needs group. And so they would go like, well, how are you able to do this? Like, why are you able, like, wait a minute, you've got like special needs kids too. How are you, wait a minute, how, why aren't you stressed out? And so I just started to share the things that had helped me to, because I didn't think I was in such a great place. You know, all the times, mm-hmm. you know, like Lisa Nichols says, your C plus is somebody else's A. And so mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, well, I'm not doing that great. Like, why are they, what? <laughs> and so that's how it started is I just started helping moms within the group of moms that I was in Mm -hmm. and a girlfriend suggested like, you know, more moms could really benefit from this. Like, you know, not just the people within your circle, but more moms could definitely benefit from this. And so that's when I expanded and um, I began to do it on a, I guess you could say worldwide level because the internet is everywhere. (laughs) But that's when I started (laughs) helping moms everywhere versus just in my, you know, my subset community. But I love 
what I do because moms, especially special needs moms, mm-hmm. always feel like in mom's period, I've talked to moms that didn't have special needs kids. I've worked with them as well. We always feel like we're dropping the ball somewhere. Somewhere mm-hmm. we feel like we're forgetting something. Somewhere we feel like we're not enough. And we don't feel like we have the time to do even the stuff we feel like we need to do. And yeah. to begin to empower them back to show them that no matter what goes on, you're still in control of your day and of yourself. You just have to know how to work it. <laughs> mm. You know, a few things come to mind as you were speaking. One is, so as a person who doesn't have children, um, I'm I'm like, well, yeah, there are times where I just feel like I'm not getting it right. So I can imagine what it feels like to be responsible for another person and have, you know, all of have have a variety of responsibilities and these thoughts because we're human. Right. And so these right. thoughts come up of, well, I'm not doing enough. Well, maybe I should be doing more. Um, and that's part of the society that we live in, in exactly. terms of like this productivity thing. Like do more, be more, yeah, have more, this more, yeah. more, more. And it's like, wait a minute. I, I can't even get together what I got. You mean I got to get more of this? Hold on. <laughs> yeah. So I love this idea of, or strategy rather, um, that you teach your clients of learning how to, because what it sounds like is learning how to be more present. And when you're more present and you're able to then be effective with your time management, even though I know that you've mentioned um, going from time management to energy management, which I'm excited to talk about. Um, But that wasn't a question. (laughs) But if you (laughs) want to speak to that, go right on ahead. So a lot of women come to me, I, I deal with high achievers. You know, they, they want to do, be, have all the things. And that's one of the things they go, well, I'm trying to do all the things. And you're like, well, what are all the things? Mm-hmm. And when you talk to the, when you talk to people in general, you realize that all the things, like ninety eight percent of them, are things that they feel they are somehow entitled. Not the word um, that they're forced to do, or that it's a part that people it's an expectation. That's the word I'm looking for. The ninety eight percent of what most people feel like they have to do are pieces, are parts of expectations. So it's mm-hmm. not really things they have to do. It's just that they've allowed these expectations either from others or for themselves to be Mm -hmm. pushed down on them. So a lot of the things on their to-do list are things that they feel like if they do them, then they'll be seen as a good employee, a good mom, Mm -hmm. a good Mm -hmm. wife, you know, a good human. And so they do them not because it's in alignment with where they want to go, but because of the feeling it gets. Because they feel like they should. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because they feel like they should. And so a lot of the things that I talk to my moms about is releasing the expectations. Everything you do is to feel a certain way. Even the crappy stuff that you say you hate doing and you hate when they bother you and you can't stand it, blah, 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 blah. But you do it anyway. There is mm-hmm. a feeling that somehow you're connected to that you are getting from that thing that you say is disrupting your life so much, whether it be your kids or a job or whatever. And so you have to get to the root of that. You know, that's part of managing your energy is managing how you're feeling, your thoughts and your feelings. Okay. If you're doing something that feels crazy to you, okay, then examine, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. What is the payoff? And so you go from manage, because you can't manage time. Time management is, 
it's it's what is it? 146 Eastern Standard Time today. Mm -hmm. It's going to be 146 at this exact time tomorrow. There's nothing you can do about time. There's no way, shape, or form that you can manage the 24 hours you're given. You're just given these 24 hours. You can't make it 25. You can't stretch it down to 23. You you know you can't you can't do anything. You can't manipulate it in. Well, you can't manipulate it, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's the energy piece of it. You can't manipulate it from the piece of trying to perfectly pack in your day. That's not how you're going to manipulate time. You're going to manipulate time by manipulating your energy. And mm. if your energy is one where it's always hurried, rushed, quick, um, anxious, fearful, then time is always either going to feel like it's moving too fast. Or if it's in things that you don't like, it's moving too slow. And you're going to yeah. always feel like you don't have enough of it. So when you think of law of attraction, whatever you think about you, you know, and feel, have the most feeling about you attract. So if you're always feeling that you don't have enough time and that time is always running out. So what You'll are you attracting? You're attracting more mm -hmm. hurry. Work. Exactly. So mm -hmm. I teach them from that perspective there is that you're not managing time. What you're really managing is your energy and your activity. Are you doing activities that are in alignment with what you say you want? And are you doing activities that energetically you can connect to? Mm. What is the feeling that you're getting? You know, I, I'm just going to jump in for a second because when we, and you mentioned this a little bit earlier, but when we are doing things, when we are in, in activities or, or work, certain jobs, even certain things within your business that you are doing that you're not aligned with, it almost feels painful to do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so when you exactly. talk about as part of the energy management, making sure you're doing things that you are aligned with because time is relative. When we talk about actual time, it is relative. Yep. What may feel long to me may feel short for you. And that's because of our experience right. doing whatever it is that we're doing. So Part of it is that or part of the, 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 the key is to make sure that you want to be doing what you are doing. But in those moments where you and this is the question piece in those moments where you do have to do something because it is a responsibility or it is an obligation, but you're you're not really excited about it. What do you do then? So that's where the feeling part comes in. That's where knowing how you want to feel comes in. Here's the example I give all the time. And it's, it's the truth, the truth, the truth. I absolutely despise cleaning my bathroom. I really do. However, I live with a husband and a 10-year-old boy. And you know how boys are in the bathroom. So I like for my bathroom to feel spa-like. <laughs> <laughs> I like for my bathroom to feel spa-like. I like for it to mm. feel expansive. I want to be able to walk into my shower without using shower shoes and bleach. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I want to be able to walk in and experience my bathroom. So mm -hmm. I clean it. I don't clean it because I like cleaning the bathroom. I clean it because the end game is going to be that it's going to feel expansive. It's going to feel joyful. It's going to have the space that I want it to have. So that's mm. how I flip the things that, because there are always things that we all have to do that I may not love my job, but I love having my mortgage paid and a roof over my head. I mm -hmm. love eating. That's delicious. And I love going on vacations. So I'm going to work this job while I still build my passion because mm -hmm. the end feeling is, is helping me to 
fulfill my needs while mm. I get to what I want. So you have to, it's not like, cause I always tell people, it's not about having like ice cream and watching Netflix and chilling all day. It's about that true connection to yourself. And how do I want this to feel? What's going on here? How does that, you know, it's deeper than that. It's a deeper level type. It's not surface. Surface level yeah. will say, go ahead, do everything you love to do. And that feels good. And anything that you don't feel like is an alignment, stop. And you'll be sitting mm -hmm. on the sofa eating ice cream all day. <laughs> that part. And so I feel like some people, especially when we talk about manifesting and, you know, spirituality and energy work and, uh, you know, people are like, well, I don't align with that. And so I'm just not going to do it. Are you familiar with Neville Goddard? Yes. So as you were speaking, that's what I was thinking about living in the end when you were saying, I don't necessarily like cleaning my bathroom, but the, it's the end result. And so yeah. while we are in the present moment, we don't have to hate what it is we are doing and we can enjoy what that end result is going to be. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Yeah. That's what was coming to me. And that, that's, I think that's a cool perspective to look at things because if we only do what it is we are excited to do or only do the things we feel we are aligned with, we may miss something. And exactly. so if there are responsibilities or obligations or opportunities that we are presented with, it's okay to give it a try and let's see how can I make this experience enjoyable for me right? for the time being. Exactly. That's, you know, even in the tough pieces, right? It's finding the rainbow and the stuff that's icky and not just mm -hmm. going, well, I'm not going to deal with it because, you know, it's not in alignment with how I want to show up. And, you know, maybe it's something that's, and I, I don't like using this, but for lack of a better term, that's testing you so that you can show up more and aligned more often, like, you know, mm -hmm. being able to see beyond your perspective, you know, Bob Proctor and a couple of other, I think Napoleon Hill has done this too, where you put a, you know, if you have a problem, is the problem in you or is it on the piece of paper? Mm. And so you write the problem down on a piece of paper and then you move the piece of paper around. And so the problem is now on the paper. It's not anything that's going on innately within you. Mm -hmm. It's now outside of you. So if it's outside of you, then it's something that you can begin to think of options and things for, you know, everybody has choices. Now mm -hmm. your options might be limited, but your choices, your, your ability to choose never is. Mm -hmm. And I always urge, you know, the women that I work with to understand that even though the choice you may have to make is not like the most fun choice to make. Take empowerment in making a choice in between the options that you have because it, it gives you more self-confidence, yes. um, more self-efficacy. You feel more empowered. You feel like, yes, I can do hard things. I can make hard decisions versus going, well, I don't really want to make this decision, you know, and versus vacillating in between certain things, but just making the decision is so empowering and taking that back. You know, a lot of moms go, well, you know. I don't have a choice. You know, I have to take care of my kids. And, and I go, no, you really don't have to take care of your kids. I mean, you, you know, you, you could leave. However, the choice you're making is because you love them and you want to see the best for them. The choice you're making is to stay with them and to stay present and to try to help them the best they can. Mm -hmm. That's the choice. And yes, it may not feel like the most warm and fuzzy choice right now because they may have behavioral issues or medical issues. 
but it's a choice you're making. And so when you come from that space of I'm making this choice Mm -hmm. that I'm making this choice to stand by my kids, to help my kids get to the next level, then what happens is it turns from I'm a victim and oh my gosh, life is just happening to me to go, okay, well, if I can make this choice to take care of them, what are some other things? What are some other options now I can start finding? So now your brain starts going, oh my God, there's options. What? Mm. Okay. <laughs> and then you start kind of navigating through life and looking for the options, you know, mm-hmm. versus saying, I'm a victim. This is happening to me. I don't understand why, you know? Yeah. So in my work, it's very similar um, in terms of talking with clients about making choices. And I always say you may not like all of your choices, but there are they are there. And yes. so when we make the when I like to reframe from I have to make this choice to I right. get to, I make, get this to make this choice. Yep. Because then it says well, it's no longer living in that world of shoulds. I should do yeah. this because shoulds are based off of these external expectations. Yeah. And instead, it's coming from a place of, okay, I get to decide where how I'm going to operate this situation. I get exactly. to do that. And so it's giving control over back yep. to us instead of always feeling like, Everything is, as you said before, right? Like everything is happening to us and everybody else has all of this other control. Oh, the Jersey just came out. All of this other control (laughs) over our lives and our decisions when in fact we get to have this control. We may not be able to control everything, but we get to control some things and we get to make these choices. And we always get to control our perspective Yes, an event. So, you know, always catch my mom's and go, this was just so crappy. And it's like, okay, so, but what if it wasn't crappy? Like, what if it was the thing that was supposed to happen because this needs to happen? Mm -hmm. What if this, you know, what is the, and you know, the law of polarity for every good, there is an equal and opposite, you know, thing at the, at the end, there's a Mm -hmm. bad part there for every bad thing that happens. There's something good in every bad thing that happens, whether or Mm -hmm. not you want to be aware of it, but it's just, it's natural law. It is. And so you have to be willing to find that good because in that good is your lesson. And that good is the thing that you is making you either stronger or even more emotionally intelligent and aware. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people say, you know, I prayed for patience and all this crazy stuff keeps happening. Because um, you ma'am, keep praying for patience. <laughs> it's not going to come to you. A lot of people ask me why I often do yoga to trap music. Because trap music to me oh, is not like... You are my people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not about gongs and waterfalls. You know, trap music is not this calming, you know, because you want to move and there's different things you want to do and you want to mouth the words. But if you can do yoga and maintain that sense of peace and that, that that's what trap music does for me because it's it's teaching me how to maintain my sense of self amidst all the external stuff like that's a mm-hmm. good practice for somebody like if you're finding it hard to maintain while everything else is going on around you go turn on some yoga and add some ti or cardi b to it and <laughs> And actually yes. breathe through the poses and not be like, ha, 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 but actually doing the deep <laughs> breaths and everything through the beats versus like trying to move. Like that's mm-hmm. the, that's a trip right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. 
Um, as we shift gears a little bit, I'm curious to learn more about the strategies you use, some of the strategies you use with clients um, as it relates to energy management. So the first thing I always tell them to do is breathe. Breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the times we don't get enough breath in. A lot of the times um, our transitions, we don't transition. Like we expect for our kids to, um, it's okay for them to have transition periods. You know, especially in the special needs world, there's a lot of talk about, oh my God, my child can't function from school to home because they need this time period where they've rested. And they've had a chance to get their sensory piece back on track. Well, if it works for kids, wouldn't it work for adults too? And so I get moms to breathe. And that's breathing in versus going from task one to task two. You do task one and then you take two to five minutes and either go breathe, go walk outside in the grass, go meditate, go do something that, you know, is completely different. Because mm -hmm. your brain needs that opportunity to catch up. You mm -hmm. cannot conceivably go from creating a landing page to, you know, doing an email sequence because your brain has not, your brain is still on the landing page for like another 10, 15 minutes. So yeah. taking that space to give yourself breath, adding transitionary periods in your day. Don't be scheduled from 9 to 10 and then from 10 to 11 and then 11 to 12. And then I'm going to take a 30 minute lunch, which is really me actually doing some more work. No, my schedule doesn't. My schedule isn't ran together. It can't be like it. It used to be ran together. But and doing this is counterintuitive. A lot of my moms are like, oh, my gosh, but aren't I going to lose time if I take, you know, five minutes to just go and breathe? I could be doing something. And it's like, trust me. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm able to work so much faster and things flow so much better. So that's the first thing is we work on breathing and just getting yourself to take breaks because mm -hmm. we're in this society. Like, you know, we kind of talked about earlier, we're in the society where you do this and now you do this. And it's about productivity has turned into how much can you get done in one day? And mm -hmm. if you're taking a nap or breathing, then you're just non-productive and lazy and wasting time. And it's like, no, it's like you have the audacity to do, to take a nap. Exactly. <laughs> So that's the first thing is the first thing we work on that breath. And then we work on clarity. Clarity is queen. I don't mm -hmm. care what you say without clarity and order. You're always going to feel like you're overwhelmed. You're always going to be saying yes to the wrong things, no to the wrong things, and just kind of picking up and piling on things just because they're there. That's when the to-do list turns into the other people's expectation list is when mm. you're not clear on how you're doing everything what's that emotional connect piece so when mm -hmm. you don't have that clarity you end up being in a lot of spaces where you didn't want to be at all point blank the period so oh go ahead go ahead no go ahead no you're fine no I was just gonna say the first part was remembering to breathe and the second yeah. part was clarity and then the yeah. third piece the third piece is going to be the plan, you know, mm -hmm. the plan is not first because if you're not clear on where you are, how you want to feel, what's going on, then nine times I can put money on it. Nine times, I'm sorry, 10 times out of 10, the plan that you have created is based off of false information. So mm -hmm. you're going to be creating a plan based off of things that you think are going on, not what's really going on. 
And you're going to always wonder why, like at the end of something, why it feels empty or why you starting and stopping or, you know, why it feels so hard to reach a goal because you don't have that clarity and you're going, oh, yeah, I'd like to earn a million dollars. OK, so how much are you earning in your business right now? Oh, about five hundred dollars a month. And when do you want this million? Mm, in about three months. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> So having a plan, which is part of that order, having that plan as a framework, plans are frameworks, frameworks, frameworks. They are not written in stone. They will change. A plan is something for you to come back to when life happens and it helps you to remember where you said you were going. Mm. I constantly have to remind my clients that you create a plan. It's going to be different. It's going to come out Mm. different, but you want to know that that plan has that end result in it, that end game. So when something goes left, when you thought it was supposed to go right, okay, that's fine. What's the end game and how can I still get to it from now going right? Because now I can't go back left. How can I get to this end game? That plan helps you to stay focused. So that can be called your goal, your definite purpose, whatever you want to call it. But it's to help you to stay focused and, and in that alignment and choosing actions and activities that are in alignment with those things. And how do you work with clients? Is it one-on-one? Is it group? So I have both. I have a one-on-one and I also have a group because, you know, some women need intense. Like my one-on-ones are really intense Mm -hmm. and I really, really dig. And my groups are intense, but, you know, in a community. And so it's really good, like if you're looking for a community and the groups are a little bit longer, like the one-on-ones are like 90 day intensive, like we're going in and we're choosing that one thing and we're going hard. Whereas the group is like, you know, six months, maybe you just need a little tweak. Maybe you just need some accountability. And so in that space, I'm, you know, it's a little bit lighter and not as, you know, intense, but you're still, you know, getting through and creating that relief plan. What would you say to the person, and I'm actually thinking of somebody <laughs> in particular, um, but I'll, I'll make a general uh, question, ask a general question. What would you say to the person who says, well, these strategies won't work for me, especially if they do have a child with special needs and they're like, there's no way I can find the time to do what you're telling me to do. So I always start off from the smallest thing. You know, my thing is small, consistent steps small, consistent steps. Rome was not built in a day. You did not get this overwhelming one day. There's mm. a lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. So yes, in the beginning, sure. If you're in my pro in like the group program. Yeah. In the beginning, no, you know, in the beginning, you know, you're not because there are things that we have to unpack and clean up. There's clarity that has to be gotten, but you can get there if you want to get there. If you, if you want to do the work, which is not going to always be, you know, the most fun, because it's going to push you outside of your comfort zone and, and off of what people have told you is supposed to you know, be what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But if you're willing to put in the work, you can get your own level of flow in. It's just not going to look like mine. And I think that's where a lot of women get caught up at is that they'll see my level of flow or your level of flow. And they're like, oh, my God, I want what she's got. But that's not for you. You know, maybe you can't work in two hour sprints. I couldn't work in two hour sprints in the beginning. My Mm -hmm. God, no. (laughs) But as kids get older, as things shift, you know, whether it's a special needs child or just a toddler, when my 
my kids were in the toddling ages. There's no way I could work for two hours. Somebody's coloring on the walls. There's like a thing, a toilet paper in the toilet. Like there's no way. So you have to. And that's the great thing about working with someone. Right. Is that I'm going to help you see what stage of your life you're in because your expectations for yourself may be unrealistic. Maybe in this season of your life, this is not mm -hmm. this is not what you're working on. This is mm -hmm. what you're working on. And to help you to see that, because once you come to grips with it, then you can operate more empowered. You may yeah. not be able to work two hours, but in the current stage of your life, you might be able to get 20 minutes at one point of your day, maybe 30 minutes after they go to bed, or maybe you know another hour while they're in school. You have to learn how to break that up and make it work for you. Um, I Going back to the first part of your process, the remembering to breathe. And uh, so I work in mental health. I'm a licensed mental health therapist. And uh, I used to work in community mental health where we would have client after client after client after client. And there was no room to breathe. So now we're helping <laughs> clients with their self-care. But as clinicians, it's very exactly. hard for you to, it, it felt very hard for you to practice it. And so I remember I used to, um, I started taking my lunch outside just for a minute. I would go and take the stroll from my desk to the parking lot and sit in my car for a little bit or walk around, you know, where, where we were located because it was a nice area um, at a particular place. And so I'm just going back to part of the conversation we had earlier too, which was what can you do in this situation to help make it? Yes better for you in some capacity. And so for yeah. the person who's struggling to make it better for them, these are some of the things that they could do, you know, think of some right. of the things that you could do and working with somebody to help you shift. I love what you said yeah. about maybe this is the plan you have, but maybe this isn't what it, this isn't the plan for this season and it's okay yeah. to shift. It's, it's exactly. okay. <laughs> you know, even um, dropping the expectations we have of ourselves sometimes, you mm -hmm. know, it's like, really, do you not see what your life is looking like right now? Like, <laughs> 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 like your spirit is going, girl, wait, huh, you want us to do what? Yeah, no, that's not happening. Mm -hmm. And then you get mad at yourself because either your body or your mind is going, I'm tired. You know, there's a distraction I call it slow down and breathe distractions where, it's not because you can't stay focused. It's not because you're not connected to your why and your goal. Sis, it's because you're tired <laughs> and your brain. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. your brain is like, no, I don't want to focus on this landing page. I want to go take a nap. No, <laughs> I, I want to go take a nap. Like, no, I don't want to. And so you keep freaking out because you're like, I can't focus. And it's like, you, you can, but you're tired. You, know, yeah. you need space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I can't do no more progress notes. I need, <laughs> I got to go to sleep. I can't, I All can't work on another tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, because you need that space in between and you need to, you have, it's, it's important to allow yourself that room to rest. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So as you've been doing this work, what would you say are some things that might be misunderstood about energy management? 
one of the things that we talked about is that people tend to think that it means that I get to do all the fun stuff all the time. Mm. That I only get to do the things that make me feel good. That I only get to do the things and that if I'm managing my energy, then what does that say about my time? You know, oh my gosh, you know, I need to be on my time. Mm -hmm. Um, but that would be the biggest misconception is that, you know, most people, when they hear me go, well, no, do what feels in alignment. And they think I'm talking about going to sit down and having a pint of Ben and Jerry's and, you know, binge watching Netflix. Like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. Or just meditating all day. (laughs) Right. That true alignment isn't just about doing the things that feel good. It's about knowing how to feel good, even in the hard things that Mm -hmm. need to be done. Because mm-hmm. as humans, as wives, as moms, as partners, we we can't just do all the fun and easy stuff all the time. That's not a realistic view of life, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And what does alignment look like for you? When as when you talk from from your perspective, what does that look like for you? For me, alignment looks like doing things that um, are in are in line with where I say I want to go and who I say I want to be. So am Mm -hmm. I showing up as that? Am I being that? Um, Am I doing those things in my life? Um, Alignment means to me that my life areas are supporting each other and they are all happy and well. You know, Mm -hmm. it means, it doesn't necessarily mean that I spend two hours here, two hours there. It means that I could be spending a whole month or a whole week working on my business, but my family is able to maintain itself and not fall apart because of the systems, the processes, the teams that I've built within my family. Mm. So is my life showing up in alignment with who I say I am? You know, it's, and it doesn't mean perfection because some days we all out of alignment. Some days I am on the sofa with Ben and Jerry ice cream, binge watching Netflix because I'm in my feelings and that's where I need to be. Yeah. But- <laughs> But a majority of the time, I'm living in alignment with what I believe my purpose to be now Mm. and being flexible with that. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. And what I want to repeat is some days we are not in alignment. Yeah. Some days we are. We are. So for you, it might be Netflix and Ben and Jerry's. For me, it might be a milkshake from Wawa. Mm. And a little bit of Netflix. Some days that <laughs> happens because we yeah. are not perfect and we, we're not robots. And as you were talking throughout this entire conversation, that's what kept coming up for me, which is it is okay to be human. We yeah. are the we are these imperfect beings. We, we're spiritual living this human existence. In this yeah. body, I'm a human being and my body if we want to say, you know, it's like a, com- a computer or machinery, everything needs rest. Everything yes. needs a break. Everything needs to be cleaned and, and taken care of and cultivated. And so I love the work that you're doing because that's what it's allowing more people, more women to do for themselves, to to really work on, on, on themselves um, so that we're not always pushing the limit, pushing the limit, pushing the limit, because that results in disaster. (laughs) Girl. And here's the other thing about being a woman. Honor your cycles. Mm. Honor. 
don't fight it. Don't try to do and push through. I know the week before mine, I have mm -hmm. mush brain. Don't mm -hmm. ask me nothing. I can't talk. You know, my brain can only do the habitual basic stuff during that time. Don't ask me to do nothing new or think hard because it's going to take me about 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so honor that and, and be okay with that and start to notice the times where your energy is a bit harder to get up and start to notice when you have the most energy, you know, think of it like seasons, you know, in the winter, everything kind of calms down in the spring, mm -hmm. it ramps up summer is full fall. It ramps back down. How does that look in your life? I was either watching something or reading something and, uh, the person, I, I can't remember what it was, but they were talking about the cycles and, or, or cycles for women and to pay it, as you just said, pay attention to what it is you're experiencing. Yeah. Um, because for me, fatigue is real. Like, yeah, ooh, good, good. Ooh goodness it is real and so you know learning to work again learning to work with it not against it exactly. because we don't want it to be now another thing another reason another excuse as to why, why we're not bad. doing why yeah like dropping the ball no your yes. body is like no ma'am mm -hmm. no, ma and so <laughs> how can we work with it um okay so I want to know if you have anything else to add to this amazing conversation. Maybe there was a question that I didn't ask you, but you were like, you know what, Shakia, I really want people to know this. I really want people to know that you are enough in everything that you are, you are capable of doing mm -hmm. to trust yourself more. I recommend that everybody gets Ayala Van Sant's book, Trust, Trust in Self, Trust in God, Trust in you know, others tr trust. Mm -hmm. You have, we have to learn how to trust ourselves and our own innate abilities. I love that beloved. <laughs> Spiritual gangster. <laughs> but tr trust, um, and that we are enough. And so we are enough. yeah, yeah. Give yourself some, a hug. Kiss yeah. Back that self-compassion. Yes. Especially when it feels like we're not as we were talking about earlier, we're not doing enough or right. things may not be working out the way we thought it would. Maybe that your business isn't going the way you want or a uh, strategy that you've been trying to implement with your child isn't working. But like, even with all of that, we are enough. And we yes. want to give ourselves permission to honestly honor ourselves, honor our emotions, give yourself grace Yes, to stop for a second. Grace and space. Grace Great, and space. Grace and space. Grace and space. <laughs> grace and space with a little bit of ice cream. That's it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, this was great. I'm so happy that we were able to connect and I'm I'm happy that um technology played nice. That, <laughs> yes. Yes. Cause we were struggling a little bit in the beginning, but nonetheless. Yeah. I'm so excited that we had this conversation. So I want to ask, which is, which is what we both teach. So yes. <laughs> prime example, prime example, but that we had this opportunity to connect. I think the work that you are doing is important. It is necessary, especially because of this fast pace instant yeah. gratification everything needs to be this that and type a and so the work that you're doing is important for 
people who are building their businesses, people who want to grow not just their business, but grow from within as well. So I think this is great. I'm going to have all of your information in the show notes. Um, Yeah, this was so much fun. I'm glad. I'm glad that you <laughs> that you enjoyed that you enjoyed the conversation. I'm so grateful um, that that you hung out with me this afternoon. Thank you for inviting me to hang out with you. This was dope. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for joining us this week on the Aligned and Free Show. Remember to head on over to bit.ly forward slash aligned and free so that you can grab your free manifestation check and join our email list. Check us out on Instagram at alignedandfree.co for more information on the Aligned and Free Show. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so that we can continue to bring you a amazing content. See you next week.